Welcome to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, and I am so happy you're here. I'm Sherry Harmel, your host for the next 30 minutes or so, and you must be an extraordinary woman if you're here listening today. This is the place where we have conversations about relevant, current, and important topics for today's women. From finding that elusive balance that we all seek, to clearing out the stuff that we no longer need in our lives. Those are our conversations and not much is off limits. The mission of the Extraordinary Women podcast is to give you ideas, inspiration, and even hope that your dreams are absolutely possible. So let's get started. Yes, we are fast approaching the holiday season, just about 60 days until Christmas. Are you kidding me? We're all reading about the supply chain issues and how we need to start buying right now. But are we going to settle for holiday or a holiday just like the previous ones? Or are we ready to create a holiday season that matters? Welcome to Extraordinary Women Podcast, where we chat about the issues that women just like you are thinking about, dealing with, and probably working through in our daily lives. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Sherry Harmel, Editor-in-Chief Creative of the Extraordinary Women Magazine and Podcast. Now, life can sometimes get a little complicated, stressful, and even messy at times, But all of us are truly just trying to create a life that matters. The Extraordinary Women magazine and this podcast are hopefully great tools to help you on that journey. None of us are celebrities or even well-known, but your voice matters. And because you are listening to this podcast, my guess is that you are also a real and true extraordinary woman. So welcome to the community. I am in the middle of planning out this holiday, which is going to be very different for me than previous years, not the least because I'm in Paris. I began by asking myself, what is it I really want for this holiday season? And I think most of you are in that same place. It's easier actually to pinpoint what it is that we don't want I'm hearing things like we don't want it to be like previous holidays. We don't want to feel crazed with shopping and cooking. We don't want to attend numerous company or neighborhood parties where we really aren't even excited to go to. We don't want to be cooking for days. We don't want to be exhausted. Oh my gosh, I remember those days of trying to stay awake while I loaded the dishwasher on Christmas Eve after everyone had gone home or gone to bed. And all I wanted to do was also go to bed and have a lovely sleep in, both of which weren't going to happen. But what is it we want, ladies? And that's a much harder question to answer. I don't know about you, but I want calmness. I want nothing to be rushed. I want to have the day planned out, but does it all have to be focused on opening presents? Maybe, maybe we start a new habit. 
here's a suggestion. Each child opens one gift, maybe walks to the person um, that, you know, gave them the gift and brings that person a gift. I don't know. Maybe a thank you, followed by something they love about that person. I have no idea if this is going to work. It just came off the top of my head as we're talking here today. But I think at my core, I want to focus on relationships, not gifts. I also want the time to connect with myself. My innermost feelings is what I want to connect to, and I want to reflect upon those I love those that live far away from where I am, as well as those that are no longer a part of my life, but I still love. I want to savor old memories and my love for those now gone. I remember my Swedish grandmother, Ina, and her friend Agnes making krumkaka and then Swedish meatballs and white sauce for the cod. Two women laughing and giggling as they told each other stories. My mother, I want to remember whose mind has left this world, but her body is still here. Now, I also want to talk about those dinners. I want easy but yummy meals that are more about connecting with people. This is a very French tradition than providing a million side dishes, um, you know, to try to appeal to every single person at the table. I even want to light a candle or two and enjoy nice, unrushed conversation. Sounds fun, doesn't it? My clothes? I want to dress up, or maybe not. I do remember my grandmother's many holiday aprons over a very pretty dress. And gosh, I'm dating myself, but those aprons always had these really big pockets for all sorts of things. I have no idea what was in there other than her hanky. Not many people wear aprons today. So I find it funny that the aprons are what's so clear in my childhood memories. So maybe we need to start pulling out fancy old aprons again. What I'm really realizing though is that COVID has changed us. Really has, hasn't it? Now, now there's that feeling in our gut that craves realness, the important things in life, things that truly matter, people who are true and straight. Face it, we all seem to have heightened, as I call it, bullcrap meters, and I believe we can now all smell in the inauthenticity and fakery, oh wow, a mile away. Now, for some of you, especially those of you who are alone or going through a holiday without the family or partner of your past, holidays can also be a time of loneliness if you let it creep in. Honestly, I've spent many holidays alone, and this one I'll be in Paris by myself. So I, too, know what it's like to fight loneliness over the holidays. But I've learned a few tricks and a few ways to make the holiday special, even if you're alone. I've learned as a solo, as an example, to treat yourself as the most special and treasured guest. Put some effort in your plans. What music are you going to have on while you're cooking or during dinner? These are the same things you should be doing if you've got a house full of, full of people. Are you going to schedule a beautiful walk midday? 
What are the gifts you're giving yourself? Are you going to donate your time in some way during that holiday season, you know, to people who are in need? And remember, even those of you that are alone, that there are hidden gifts of being alone. There are no unhappy family members, no angry teenagers at your table, or maybe the sister or brother-in-law who drinks too much. It's just you. And you can make that day as beautiful and as special as you want. And for those of you who have a house full of people over the holidays, I know that you're going to plan and plan because I did all that. But don't forget yourself in all that planning. Entertaining takes a lot of energy. And when it's several days of celebrating versus one, you absolutely need to plan in self-care. Holidays are a great test for you to see how much you value yourself. And ladies, learning to incorporate self-care into your daily life is the biggest gift you can give yourself. It's the weirdest thing, but those family issues that are often just under the surface, you know, seem to rise up during holiday gatherings. And for some reason, I don't know, family gatherings seem to be like fertile ground for long-standing frustrations to make themselves known. So how are you going to take care of yourself when and if this happens? And here's something I've tried, and it worked for me, maybe it will for you too. Have some kind of mantra for yourself. Maybe even think about a little movement. And one I love to do is I would go in the pantry or the bathroom, usually it was the bathroom, and I'd reach my arms up towards the stars and the heaven with an intake of breath. And on the exhale or the release, I would give myself a big hug. And I say something out loud, something like, only love is spoken here. That's something that my energy healer, Lisa Thomas, has taught me. So reach for the, the stars on your intake of breath, on your inhale, and then as you exhale, give yourself a big hug and say something like, only love is spoken here. Really important. I promise you that if you do it, and, and you might have to do it several times throughout the day or several times when you actually do go off and, and take this moment for yourself. I promise you that you're going to feel recentered and reconnected with the love that is inside of you. And what about those gifts? What if you push to do it differently? I remember the mad present unwrapping. You know, there'd be garbage bags that would, would be stuffed full of ripped up wrapping paper, empty boxes and ribbons that just a few minutes previously had been beautifully wrapped gifts. How can you do it differently? How can the gift opening and giving become relational rather than transactional? I made one suggestion when I began this podcast, but I'll add, what if we tell a person why we bought them that gift? Was it just because it was on their list, really, like a grocery list? I think you, me, and everyone is craving more. So let's figure out how to be intentional about gifts this year. Maybe those crazy supply chain issues are here to wake us all up. 
And if you're spending the, the holidays as a solo, what if you set out to make a list of all the gifts you've received this past year? Maybe it's new friends. Maybe it's a book club you've been introduced to, a cooking class, or some other class of some kind, a new community that you're now a part of. Maybe it's been a year where you have a new appreciation for yourself and your gifts. And what feels really good is if you acknowledge to yourself, maybe you write it up, a new appreciation for yourself and how you shared your special and unique gifts with the world. Now, it might also be just that you're happy you made it through the past year because it was a doozy. Then let yourself feel excitement for all the possibilities of the coming year. Find that happy, find gratitude, and find hope. Ladies, the holidays are not easy, but just like the work paradigm seems to have changed post-COVID, maybe we're ready to change up how we celebrate the holidays. Thanksgiving in America, Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever holidays you celebrate, let's all have the intention to create holidays that matter. Ladies, if you're tired of never making the time for yourself, never having that time to connect with yourself and your dreams, working on creating that life that matters, then I know you're going to love the Extraordinary Women magazine. Extraordinary Women magazine is a dream-supporting, dream-inspiring read. And the highlight of each issue is the stories. Stories of extraordinary women, probably a lot like you, who are working hard to create lives that matter and live their dreams. Plus, the magazine has all kinds of ideas, a recipe or two, some lifestyle suggestions that are all meant to give you hope and encouragement. We all need that right now, don't we? Plus, in issue three, we added a section called Home Matters. I had so many people ask me about my Paris apartment and the decorating process of my Boston apartment that I decided to embrace another of my loves, the home. We women are pretty multifaceted, aren't we? And because I live part-time in Paris, as I shared, I write a little column called My Parisian Attitude, where I share all about my life and experiences here in Paris. In addition, we are announcing a special mini-mag, that's what we call it, that will be coming out mid-November. It's called Creating a Holiday That Matters. So if you want to receive it and haven't already subscribed, make sure you sign up so you get that little mini-magazine as part of your subscription. We're trying out this idea of mini-mags between the four issues each on a specific topic that you, our community, or our tribe, whatever you want to call it, are interested in, and starting with how not to have another crazy, mindless holiday. Plus, we've got a couple of new things in the works that I think you're going to love, all part of the magazine subscription, which, as you can tell, is way more than just a magazine. Here are a few of them. First one, broads and bubbles to replace the champagne soirees. And this is where we have live conversations on certain issues 
that you tell us you want to talk about. And I'm also here to announce we've got a brand new online book club that we've titled temporarily Women Who Read. And I say temporarily because actually that's a pretty boring title. So jump in and message or email us and give us your suggestions. I have a feeling you're a lot more creative than I am. <laughs> because we're new at all this, and that's the fun of being on the ground floor, you get to share and influence the direction of the magazine, the broads and bubbles conversations, the book club, and even who we highlight in stories. You get to nominate a woman that you think should be highlighted. Hey, it might even be you. So stay tuned, sign up for the magazine subscription, and let's grow our community. Married or solo, kids grown or still at home, corporate careers, entrepreneurs, a stay-at-home mother, even retired, this magazine is meant to be like your best friend who appreciates you, encourages you, and inspires you to find that secret to your happiness and create a life that matters. So go to ExtraordinaryWomenMagazine.com and join us by clicking the subscribe button. Thank you. Thank you so much for your precious time. And as I say to my friends and neighbors in Paris, Aviento. Thank you for listening today. If you want to hear more, just tune in every Monday for a new episode. And if you felt this podcast was helpful, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any conversations and that you also get notified when we have special gatherings. If you liked this episode, please share it with another extraordinary woman. And if you have a moment, I very much appreciate you leaving a review. Now, if you want to hear more about the Extraordinary Women magazine, which includes much more than just the magazine, reach out to me via social media or join us at sherryharmel.com. I look forward to our next conversation, and I hope you do too. 